Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. Hello, good morning everyone. Pastor Ben and Jess, thank you for the honor of just getting this uh, position this morning. And just want to say thank you for the honor of being under your leadership in general. Um, your, Your yes what is it, 11 years ago now, changed my life. And so we want to talk about stories. Pastor Ben and Jess's story um, actually changed the story of of this city. (laughs) Um, And so I'm grateful and my family has benefited. And so just love you all so much. So grateful. I feel like I have a word this morning. I was driving uh, here about three or four weeks ago with my children in the car. Nora was screaming a Frozen song, so I'm not sure. Uh, Actually, God can do anything, right? Because she was literally screaming a a song, probably Let It Go or something, and I was like, wow, I think I just got a God deposit, but I'm not sure how that came out of that moment. But thank you, Lord. So I wrote that one down, okay? And that's what we're going to talk about this morning. If you like titles and want titles, the title is What Did You Expect? What did you expect? Okay, so we're going to start here in Matthew 11, 1 through 3, NLT version, if that's where you're going to go with me. It says, when Jesus had finished giving these instructions to his 12 disciples, he went out to teach and preach in towns throughout the region. John the Baptist, who was in prison, heard about all the things the Messiah was doing. So he sent his disciples to ask Jesus, are you the Messiah we've been expecting, or should we keep looking for someone else? As soon as I read that, I thought, this is fascinating. Are you the Messiah we've been expecting? So this is my first thought, okay? I'm going to give you the first raw, raw thought of what I thought. Well, before, I thought Jesus would say, well, before I can answer whether I'm the one you were expecting, I have to ask, what was your expectation? Like, how can I answer your question about whether I'm the one you were expecting before I ask you what your expectation was? What were you actually looking for? Um, I also read this and I thought, do you think Jesus is actually going to answer this question straight up this time? He for sure doesn't, but I did ask that. I did ask that in my spirit. Um, Asking yourself, what was the expectation of what the Messiah was going to look like? So if you go back to verses 7 through 9. It says, as John's disciples were leaving, Jesus began talking about him to the crowd. I skipped around a little bit. Go down. What kind of man did you go into the wilderness to see? Was he a weak reed swayed by every breath of wind? Or were you expecting to see a man dressed in expensive clothes? No people with expensive clothes live in palaces. Were you looking for a prophet? Yes, and he is more than a prophet. John is the man to whom the scriptures refer when they say, look, I am sending my messenger ahead of you and he will prepare your way before you. I thought that was fascinating. Jesus literally came and asked, I thought this, I thought, well, before I can answer your your question about what you were expecting, I have to ask, what did you expect? And he asked the disciples that, what did you expect? Were you expecting to walk into the wilderness and find this type of person? Were you expecting a king? Were you expecting, what did you expect me to look like? And I think if we're being really honest, I'm not expecting a king to be born in a manger. I'm not expecting a king to come ride in on a donkey. I'm not expecting, ex- expecting a king to um, not have any vacancy in the inn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not expecting a king to be on the run <laughs> from being killed. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't know that. His parents did, right? Yeah. I'm not expecting a king to come out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting a king to wash people's feet. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting a king to touch and heal lepers, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm expecting a palace. I'm expecting like the best yeah. of the best, yeah. right? What, what kind of person were you expecting? And I think in this, God is asking us to evaluate our expectation. Evaluate your expectation. And as I was praying through this and I was thinking through this, I thought, wow, one word. Were you, or one, I'm sorry, one line. Were you the Messiah we've been expecting? 
or should we keep looking for somebody else? He could have just said, yeah, it's me. Like, yeah, it's me. I think we can all name miracles in our life that we've seen, and we've prayed, and we've believed for those miracles, and we had a vision about how those miracles were going to come to fruition, right? So go back with me to verses 4. I know we're jumping jumping around here. Back to verse 4 and 5. Says Jesus told them, go back to John and tell him what you have heard and seen. The blind see, the lame walk, those with leprosy are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are raised to life, and the good news is being preached to the poor. So I feel like as I read that, I felt like God said, well, let me paint a picture of what your expectation should be, mm-hmm. right? Come on. Here's your note if you need one note before you leave today. We have to sustain an expectation of spirit but surrender our expectation of execution. Wow. Okay, so Come on. Right. Sustain wow. an expectation of spirit, but surrender your expectation of execution. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get that backwards. What we want to do is we want to develop this expectation of how this miracle is going to happen, right? Yeah. We, have, we have ideas of miracles. We, have, we ask God. We ask God big. I've, I got to ask God bigger sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. We ask God big. And then we expect this is how it's going to come to fruition. This is what it's going to look like, right? God, I want to be, I I know people. I know people in this church. I know people outside of this church who have known since they were little kids, they wanted to be parents. Mm -hmm. And they tried for years and years and years and years and years to have a baby. They knew that God gave them the call to be a parent. Mm. They knew it. They thought they were going to have a biological child. But what God gave them was an adopted child who was their kid, right? Had been their kid all along, right? That child had been their child all along. It's not what you were expecting. It's still a miracle. It's not what you were expecting, but it's still a miracle. And I think what what happens to us sometimes is we want to flip this. We want to sustain our expectation of execution, and we want to surrender our expectation of spirit. We want to flip those things, and you have to keep them in the right spot in order for them to balance each other. And especially in this day and age, especially in our society and what we're doing right now and what the world is telling us and all of these things, right, is like, hey, don't have hope anymore. Don't believe anymore. Nothing's ever going to be good. Nothing's ever going to come to fruition. It's not going to look like what you thought it was going to. Maybe you should just give up. Maybe you should just stop asking. Maybe you should just quit. Maybe you should go do something different because, you know what, this didn't look like what you thought it was going to look like. So maybe you should just quit and go do something different because it doesn't feel good or it doesn't look like what you, what you thought it was going to. It's still a miracle. It's still a miracle. I know in our life, as Pastor Jess was talking about earlier, everybody has a story. I was thinking, yeah, we got a story. Let me, let me tell you a little bit of this one, okay? Before we came to this church, I came to Sisterhood for the first time, walked in through these doors, God dropped in my spirit, never heard God's like, um, I've never heard a, a God audible voice, but I have never felt that strength of spirit on my spirit ever in my life, never, ever. Came to these doors. I'm not kidding you. I crossed the threshold. And I heard in my spirit, this is home. I heard it. And immediately I said, no, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. I have a church. My husband is not here, and he's for sure not going to go for this. I was like, I'm here to hang out with my friends, and I'll probably not be back later. This is home. Okay, I'm just going to ignore that, right? All right. A couple months later, Carissa and Randall Mars, who I now knew were on mission uh, to <laughs> capture us, um, <laughs> invited us to be a part of summer camp. I came to summer Woo! camp, yeah. and that, that what God had dropped into my spirit in that moment um, was solidified at camp. And I, I want to tell you that I was like, woohoo! 
this is awesome. My first thought was, oh, you need to tell Luke. You gotta tell Luke. You can't just be telling me, you gotta tell Luke because he's gotta decide. He's gotta decide, right? And my expectation, I did not know. I did not know what this miracle was gonna be in my, it changed the course of our entire life. I mean, we're on staff here at this church now. Our children are growing up with not just best friends, but like people who are actually in their life and pouring into them and building them. My, my vision for my life was like, about this small, right? We came to this church. I, I wasn't expecting this miracle. But I, would, I wonder, though, if it, some of that miracle coming to fruition had something to do with a sustaining of, a, of an expectation of spirit more than an expectation of execution, right? Like, if you can sustain an expectation of your spirit, that, like, God's going to do something. God's going to do something. God is going to do something. And you know what? I may not be where I want to be, but I'm going to get somewhere, (laughs) and God's going to do a miracle somewhere, and I'm going to look back, and I'm going to be a Bree and Roger Willard, and I'm going to be able to say, you know what? You're right. My marriage, and our kids, and our job, and our home, and our life, and our spirits, and our whatever it is. Same thing happened for me in like my personal story with anxiety. I literally had panic attack after panic attack. One day was crazy nuts and it was stupid, but (laughs) right. And I was like, I'm going to go to therapy, right? I'm just going to go to therapy like three times a week. And they're just going to make me right. Like make me right. I'm just going to learn to think the right way. Learn to think the right way. That's not what happened. That's not how my miracle came to fruition. My miracle came to fruition because somebody stepped into my life. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. But I did have, I did sustain a spirit of expectation. Just not of execution, right? Letting God be God. Letting him be God and do whatever he wants to do. And I just think this is so fascinating because they said, are you the Messiah we've been expecting? Well, it depends. If you were expecting me to be a king, I am a king. But if you were expecting me to waltz in here with purple robes and not talk to anyone and think I'm the best person on the entire planet, and even though he is, but like, you know, like, and, and to be untouchable and to be, and to be just so royal that nobody, like, I have the best food and the best, then I'm probably not what you were expecting. I'm probably not what you were expecting, but I am the miracle. I am the King of Kings and I am the Lord of Lords and I am the rescuer of the world. Like, I mean, born in a manger. I can't get over that, right? Like, born in a manger on the run, and nobody's going to let you into their inn, so they tell you you can go sleep with the animals. (laughs) Like, this is our king, right? That's our king. Sustaining an expectation of spirit, but surrendering our expectation of execution. Because what happens when we get that backwards, I think sometimes, too, it gets in on misbalance, because we cling so hard to the expectation of how it's going to go. And if you, if you think of this in a balance, right, you put all, I guess, all your eggs, your rocks, whatever you want to weigh your balance down with, right? (laughs) Whatever you you put on this side of the balance, if you put that on the expectation, you are squelching out the ability to to sustain an expectation of, of, um, of spirit, right? right. If you put all your eggs over here, they've got a balance, They've got to balance. God, I'm going to ask you big, and I'm going to ask you specific, right? God, I I don't know what everybody's in here or watching online like your miracle is. I don't know what you're believing for. Ask God for it. Ask him big. Ask him specific. Say, God, I think this is in my spirit. I think this is actually from you. But you know what? Even if it's not, 
Even if it's not from you, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I still have hope. I still know you're God. God is God. He can bring your miracle to fruition however he wants to do it. Right? And I'm going to celebrate that and I'm going to glorify God no matter what through that. So what is your expectation? What did you expect? You've got to ask on both sides of the scale. It's not just about what I expected to happen. It's did I also have an expectation? But it's not just did I have an expectation. It's also what did I expect to happen? Because if you don't take care of both of those simultaneously, one gets crazier than the other. You're going to be sad in your spirit, (laughs) right? You're going to be asking God, why didn't you? You're going to be asking God, why doesn't it look like this? And I'm not saying God is asking us to just be like, okay, yeah, great. I thought it was going to be like this. And so now I'm not sad and disappointed, like, right, or or whatever. But taking care of yourself, taking care of your heart, guarding your own heart. And making sure that um, despair and, and things that when it doesn't look like you wanted it to look like or it never was what you thought. And come on, when we ask for something, I, honestly, there's not one thing I can name in a miracle that I've asked for that it's looked exactly like I asked, right? There's not one moment because it's infinitely better than what I asked. Thank God. Thank you, Lord. Or the things I didn't even ask for, right? There are things in my life now that I didn't even ask for. And I'm like, God, how how do you love me that much? To know that like my spirit may have been asking for that, but I didn't mentally know that. Or or I I literally never asked. (laughs) And God just poured it out, poured it out, poured it out. But does that have something to to do with availability? Right? Like things I didn't ask for that are blessings in my life. Did, did you have a place to put it in my expectation of spirit, mm. right? Wow. Um, maybe. I, I don't know. I'm going to ask God that later. But, like, <laughs> you know, like maybe, maybe that's what it is. And so what's your expectation? Can you walk with God with an open-handed spirit but a strong resolve? Come on. Wow. Open-handed spirit but a that's strong a resolve. That's wow. so good. God, you can do whatever you want to. Yeah. That's so you can good. do whatever you want wow. to. But I'm walking with you, and I'm going to run next to you, And I'm going to ask and I'm going to keep going even when it hurts and even when I fall off the road and even when there's arrows at me and even when I'm walking through the fire and even when my leg is broken, I might have to limp a little bit, but you're not going to kick me out. My expectation of spirit is going to say hi because God is God, right? So are you the Messiah (laughs) we were expecting? Well, I don't know. What was your expectation? Right? I would say if I had to answer that question for Jesus, I'm not Jesus. Thank you, Lord. But like, if I was Jesus, I would say, probably not. I'm better. Yeah. I'm not the expectation That's you were right. expecting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm much better. Yeah. I'm infinitely more. I'm far more than you could above. Yeah. I'm far above more. That's right. What's the thing? I can't get it out of my mouth and you can ask or think or imagine, right? Yeah. So yeah. let's pray together. God, we just thank you so much for today. Father, we thank you. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.